Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with David Strickle, the Stream of David, and this is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today, and uh, as promised from last week, uh, we're going to be asking the stream itself a bunch of questions, and uh, our listeners and uh, also new listeners, shall we say, are uh, cooperating. They've given us some questions, so we have questions to work with, plus I have a few of my own. So, David, you and I are going to have a real quick conversation before we have you uh, shift over, and I'm just going to ask you, how you doing? What's happening there, guy? Good. You know, just kind of flowing through the magic of life. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And and that magic gives us all kinds of opportunities to practice. Isn't that amazing? Yes. (laughs) That's the way I've been finding it lately. (laughs) Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. But, uh, well, this is, last week was all... Uh, actually, the last two weeks was all you and me talking, so I don't want to cut the stream off any further. Why don't you do your connection, and meanwhile, I will remind people about the Yellow Way Today app once more, uh, because we have made changes so that uh, those who were having difficulty playing episodes, those difficulties should be gone. I, I announced that a few times last week, but uh, let me know if you're running into any more problems. So far, I'm not seeing any, and that means uh, it's now a valid uh, episode player, so something to get really, really excited about. Plus, take advantage of the app because that's the easiest way to send in a question for the stream or for Cindy or for Dan or Alex or Linda or Rita or Louie or Amy or even for me because when you send that question in, we include it, and you're about to see some examples of exactly how and when we do that. So let's check in and see if uh, David has been able to connect to the stream. We are here. Welcome, Stream. It's been a few weeks since we had an opportunity to chat with you and talk with you, but we're really glad to have you here. And uh, we have uh, a few questions lined up for you to address. First one comes from somebody named Manisha, uh, and she asked this question on Facebook. I think it's a she. Forgive me, Manisha, if you're not a she, but I think you're a she. (laughs) I'll just go with she for the moment. But... uh, Manisha says, recently I have been interested in how to heal from past experiences slash trauma and how to get rid of negative thought patterns and release stuck trauma from the body. And so she wants to know what we've done about that, what's worked for us. Also, she says she's open to any idea, honestly. She says she watched a YouTube video uh, by a gentleman named Peter Levine talking about how trauma gets stored in our bodies, and she feels like uh, she has trauma stored as well. But again, would love to know different methods on how to heal. We will begin the the, the answer to that with the fact that everything is is vibrational. Everything has an energetic signature to it. And as a human being, your body is, is, is one massive filtration system. Every aspect of your body is actually a filtration system. You, you have identified your organs very often as some sort of a, of, a, of a filtration system, but actually your entire physical being is a filtration system. And that is a filtration system for information, for the atmosphere around you, the food that you consume, the information that you consume, the, the noise that you encounter, the, the, every aspect of your physical being, you, you are receiving and, and, and you are absorbing and you are responding to, to, to what you are receiving. And when you are judging that which you are receiving, 
you tend to hang on to it. So when you judge something as being negative and you, you allow yourself to buy into these negative labels <clears throat> that are human creation, that, 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 that are given to, 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 to various aspects of your world, your judgment of them causes stress. And the stress is really the holding on via the judgment of, via the focus upon. So when you have a past experience that, that, that you have flowed through and perceived in a physical way and, and being human beings, you are all perceiving everything in a physical way. So that is everything to you. But when it was something that was disruptive at the time and you have moved forward in negative judgment of it, your negative judgment of it is actually the very thing that is holding it within you. So the idea of holding trauma and then, and then revisiting it over and over and over again because you've kept that vibration alive is not an unusual human condition but it is absolutely one that you can move on from, if you will. And you, you move on from it by releasing it from your being. And you release it from your being by changing how you focus upon it, by doing a, a process that we call detuning. You, you detune your transgressor energy, and certainly anything that you would label as traumatic would be transgressor energy for you. A transgressor is any unwanted person, circumstance, or event at any point in your physical lifetime. So this, this traumatic event is transgressor energy. Whomever was involved in creating or co-creating the traumatic event is also potentially a transgressor depending on how you view them. So all of these things can be detuned by finding appreciation for them. Because every single manifestation and everything that you encounter is your manifestation, but you are all moving through this thing called vibrational flow. And polarity is causing this vibrational flow up and down the virtual vibrational spiral. So you are all guaranteed a mix of positive and negative things in your lives. And souls that are seeking a more sophisticated, i.e. more expansive experience, will often choose a path that places yourself directly in alignment with having negative experiences early on in life. And these negative experiences, even the more extreme negative experiences, are actually there to serve your expansion. But you're finding your path to understanding of them, thus finding your path to appreciating them and the gifts that they have offered you is your journey of expelling that that, that, that negative energy from your being, expelling the trauma from your being. The, the only reason it is held on to is because of the judgment of it. And when you first hear these words that we are sharing through David, you, you, you hear that you're supposed to appreciate something that right now you are labeling traumatic and, and it is not making sense to you. You, you are thinking mm -hmm. that we are guiding you down some path that's going to cause you even more pain. But the path that we are guiding you down is actually your own individual unique path of discovering how that served your expansion as a being, how it can serve your expansion as a human being, how that was a co-creative experience, even if it was from a soul consciousness level, and how that is something that you're holding on to it and continuing to label it as trauma is actually your choice. 
and, 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 and accepting that as a choice is actually very freeing because once you accept that it is your choice to continue viewing it that way, you then claim your power to fully release it, to fully move through it, to fully view it from a completely different angle than perhaps you have ever viewed it before. And when you do that, you are releasing the negative energy around it and it is a magically transformation, a magically transformative experience for you. And, and, and there are humans that have released all sorts of things that they once considered damaging, traumatic, extremely negative, that they have found themselves able to ultimately find appreciation for. It's a very powerful process. Interesting, too, the, the word judging, which we've heard you use before, of course, here on the show. Um, judging is not something that, I, at first glance, I think that humans would want to automatically associate with kind of trapping oneself. You know, adhering unnecessarily to something that we don't want. And yet that's what it does, which is, it's kind of ironic. I, I think most of us, when we first judge something, we're thinking, well, if I can judge it, then somehow I will separate myself from it. And yet that's not the way it works out, is it? You, you are natural discerners of preference. So, so that the, the mechanism that, that is judgment is, is, is an automatic response. But the, 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 the fear element in the judgment is something that is a learned response. The, 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 the discerning your preference toward one thing and away from something else is a very natural state for, for any physical being, and in this case, a human being. But the then signing on to the idea that is terrible, awful, should have never happened, and you're a victim, and this is going to scar you for the rest of your life, and is something that you're going to have to work really, really hard to move through. All of that is egocentric human creation that, that, that on the surface seems to serve a purpose of soothing those wounds, but they don't heal the wounds. The, the, the finding full appreciation of actually heals the wounds because you are looking at it from a very different perspective. And, and, and we view your entire world for, from what many of you would call a high perspective, Although it is not a space or a place, we view it from a very zoomed out perspective of non-fear and non-judgment always. And we are here offering you a little bit of that because when you detune the judgment down to, 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 to little to no judgment on a topic, you become very clear on that topic. When you take the judgment out of the thing that caused the trauma and it is no longer evil, awful, or bad, it is something that occurred and something that only lives on as your recollection of it. You then claim your power to detune it. Also, the concept of um, the, the, uh, the the transgressors, the, uh, it's a good generic way, I think, of describing anything that we don't like. I, that's the way I kind of interpret it in my mind, that it's sort of a, a sort of a catch-all for everything that, that one individual from their own perspective doesn't like. And the interesting about transgressors is that uh, we get stuck to them and we don't really think of it necessarily, again, similar to the, to what we were just saying about judging. We don't really think about transgressors as something that we get stuck to. And yet we do. And, and it shows up in our conversations. I mean, it, look at the way uh, Manisha described uh, the situation they're going through. It's, it's, it, it's clear that the stuckness comes out in the description that it's become a regular part of the thought pattern. So, uh, I guess that's what I'm saying. I like the fact that we're describing the, these uh, these transgressors as a group uh, that all have one thing in common. They're all 
in a lower vibrational state from our perspective. They, they don't feel good to us. And, and understand that in that you all oh, create ahead. your own bubble of reality, your transgressor energy it, it can be one person's transgressor energy can seem minuscule to another, yet it is experienced on the same level of pain. Mm. The, 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 the feeling of the momentary feeling of rejection by a parent can be experienced in the same negative way or induce the same level of stress that is held on to and carried throughout life as, as, as a physical abuse or as something that, that, that would be in mainstream thinking far more serious that happens later. It is all transgressor energy and is all in the eye of the beholder, truly. Yeah, that's true. Um, but let's go more specifically to something Manisha brought up, which is um, these transgressors, as we're calling them, being stuck, so to speak, and connected in the body. And in fact, the, she, she said, uh, I think she uh, said a YouTube video uh, where somebody talked about how trauma is stored in the body. Um, and you mentioned earlier that uh, the body is one of many kind of filtration systems that we use. How important though is it to think of it in terms of it being stuck in the body? Accepting that your your physical stress is is the physical expression of, of anything being stuck in your body, and, and and it is a vibrational sticking, if you will. It is something that that is only stuck in the body because your focus is sticking it in the body. You you are revisiting that topic on a loop over and over again, and viewing it in the same, if you will, negative way, viewing it as a transgressor over and over again, telling the same story to yourself over and over again. So much so that the story actually evolves over time as you continue to, 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 to share it, even if you are only sharing it internally. Going back over and over again in that never-ending loop until that transgressor energy is cleared or that transgressor energy is detuned through full appreciation of it. Once you find your path to full appreciation of it and you reflect upon that, 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 that memory bubbles up, if you will, you're not reacting to it in the same way. So if it's not creating that stress because you're no longer stressed at the, the recollection of it, then there's nothing to hold on to in, in your body. The, the recollection and the stress of that is actually just what is being held on to. The looking at it in full appreciation allows it to flow. The memory flows in, the memory flows right back out. So let's talk about that appreciation some more because clearly that's the root out. I mean, Manisha asked, would love to know, you know different methods on how to heal. Well, apparently from what you're telling us, it's all about all that. On all topics always. So let's talk about how do we get there, especially with something with that we're labeling a transgressor. Finding appreciation in something that we don't like is pretty challenging for most of us. And, and, and very often working with, 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 with someone who understands the detuning of that and the, the need to move you beyond the victim vibration. The, there are a lot of teachers and, and, and those that, 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 that label themselves healers that continue to stick you back in the victim vibration. And that is not moving you through that process of healing. Moving you through the process of healing is, 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 is a far less popular idea of finding appreciation for. There, there is a big business in, in, in victimization in your world. And that big okay. business of victimization is, 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 is tell people what they want to hear and they will keep coming back to hear more. The, 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 the issue there is that you continue to tell people just what they want to hear. They keep showing back up for more, but the true healing never occurs. The, 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 the teachers that, that, that want to guide you down a path 
of things that they know have worked for other people and help you find your own unique path to that are offering you a true path to healing as opposed to sticking yourself in, in, in continual loop of victim vibration. The, the, the victim vibration is very prevalent in, in your current society, but it is not offering any solution. It is a soothing vibration for sure. And, and there are some that, that are, are highly traumatized that need to sort of move through that soothing period, but eventually they tire of the empty words of the, the, the soothing and want to move on to real tools. And the real tools are found in appreciation of finding your path to understanding and appreciating what transpired and ultimately viewing it from a different perspective. And anything that has manifested can simply be part of a magical, expansive journey. Anything, anything can. But if you've been viewing it one way, and if you've been tapping into your vibrational alignment of others who view it the same way and guide you to stay in that loop, you tire of being in that loop, and then then you 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 come looking for us, and ask mm-hmm. these types of questions. And and sometimes you are ready for the answer that we provide, and sometimes you are not. We we offer the, the solutions, and, and and it is up to you to follow that guidance or not when you're prepared to do so. Can you give any specific um, methods or processes or whatever for? coming at this question of how do I appreciate something that I really, really don't like very much? Very often, it it, it depends on how much time has transpired because as time transpires, you will will begin to see the benefits when you've allowed yourself to to, to sort of move through a difficult period and, and come out the other side of it and focus on things that you prefer as opposed to continuing to focus on what occurred. Because as long as you are focusing on what occurred and you are judging that and you are viewing it in a negative way, you're going to continue reproducing that scenario in various ways in your life throughout your lifetime. And and there are certainly human beings that live their entire lifespan doing something just like that. They're continually in in abusive situations or they are continually cutting themselves off from the world because they fear an abusive situation or something of that nature. The, 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 the path to finding love for what is and finding your own worthiness and then building that self-love and worthiness for what is, wherever you are, however you are, will actually boost your vibration enough to begin to reflect differently on things that have happened in your past. You begin to, for, for lack of better terminology, what you all tend to call make peace with things. You make peace with it as a step in the, in the right direction. Forgiveness is yet another step. And then moving past forgiveness to understanding and moving through understanding to full appreciation. It's a personal journey and and it takes time and it takes some focus and it takes some effort and commitment on your part to stay on the journey. But, but the key is, is to understand that it is a step by step journey. And if you allow it to take you down and take you back into that negative vibration, you need to get off the topic until the vibration returns to a higher state then go back and revisit it because when you're in a higher vibrational state, you, you sort of have more armor around you. you. You are not going to be quite as triggered as perhaps you have been in the past. And time and distance serves a purpose, but it is really up to you how quickly you want to move toward finding appreciation for things. And the more you start to detune various aspects of your lives, the more you can go back and revisit topics and view them quite differently in really a short amount of time. 
And, and this detuning process ultimately raises your default vibration. And the higher your default vibration is, the more armored up, if you will, where those things that once triggered you down are no longer triggers for you. And you're not armoring up and avoiding them. You're actually armoring up in a way that you can review them, revisit them, and see them very differently from a higher perspective and, and not have the old triggers come back around. Okay, so this is good. Uh, you mentioned something that has come up in previous conversations that we've had with you, and I wanted to get you to amplify it a little bit more. You mentioned self-love as part of the process of being able and, and learning how to appreciate that which we previously did not appreciate. Talk a little bit about the self-love piece of the whole the, puzzle. The, the, the puzzle. self-love component is, is, is something that, again, many of you are taught not to love yourselves. You're taught to compare yourselves to others, to feel less worthy, to, 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 to not necessarily feel the, the, the connection to source that is available in self-love because there, there is more ability for others to control your behavior when you're not in a full state of self-love, because when you're in a complete state of self-love, you are very confident. And when you are very confident, you are not listening so much to the way others are telling you to behave. And, and you're not as controllable in that state. But when you get into that higher vibrational state of appreciating you more and loving you more, you have your own natural version of this, your, your own connection to our energy is more and more realized in that higher vibrational state. And when you are up in that higher vibrational state of self-love and self-appreciation, when you reflect back on some of these negative things, they're not going to be as triggering for you because you, you, you've got the power of source on your side that is always there. It is always there and eager to connect and eager to uplift you. But the, the negative thoughts, the, the revisiting of these things and the lowering of your vibration, the doubt, the fear, the worry, the envy, all of these, these, these lower vibrational thought processes separate you from that. And so when you learn to sort of shut all that down and just find your path to loving what is, whatever is, however you are in your current state, then you're unstoppable because the, 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 the elements of control no longer hold any power over you. And that, that includes the elements of control of being taught to, to, to hearken back to your past and build those walls of never again, of never allowing yourselves to experience something again because you had a bad experience in the past. That, that is an element of your ego that is, is highly developed across humanity at, at this time that you are perceiving on planet Earth. But that is something that can be detuned because in the past you, you, you have had these, these challenges or these obstacles arrive because you didn't fully understand the universal process of creation. And now here you are absorbing teaches, teaching such as this, and you are fully coming into alignment and understanding of the universal process of creation. So you're playing with a different set of tools now. So just because you weren't successful with something before doesn't mean with your new set of tools that you're not going to be successful the next go around. So you can begin tearing down those abundance blocks. This is why very often human beings chase away the things they say they want most because they keep revisiting them in different states of vibrational flow. And as you revisit them in lower states of vibrational flow, you actually are creating static in the manifestation of the very things that you want most because you think about them so often because you believe you need them to be worthy. You believe you need them to be happy. That's why the key is, is to find your happiness and your worthiness in your current conditions so that you're not in the vibration of needing anything else to change, just finding that love of self, regardless of, of how your life has gone so far, regardless of what you're seeing in the mirror, 
regardless of your bank balance, regardless of, of how others feel about you. Understand that all of that is an amalgam of how you have always felt about yourself. And you have attracted that. And when you start just loving you for the sake of being you and feeling our energy flow through you, all of that other stuff begins to become detuned and less important in your lives. This is why you see people that go through these, these spiritual journeys and sort of disconnect from caring about what others think of them. And suddenly they're dressing and behaving very differently. And, 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 and perhaps they are being judged more, but they are not internalizing that judgment any longer. They're actually proving them to themselves how little that really matters to them. So you can start down a journey such as that. It does not cost you a dime. It, it, it is something that is, that is only going to cost you time and effort in, in shifting. And then when you raise your vibration in that way, you can start working on detuning all of your transgressor energy. But we do not guide you to necessarily detune all of it at once. Think about where the roots of these things are. Work on detuning that. And then understand that so many things in your lives, the unwanted branches that have sprung up from a few roots, will automatically begin to wither when you start working on the roots. Wow, fabulous. I, I, I pressed the uh, self-love button and we got that. That was a wonderful flow. Thank you. I, I hope that uh, Manisha finds that to be really helpful. I think uh, probably will. I've uh, got a question for you from somebody in our live stream. This is Grace. And her question is regarding uh, the special person in her, in her life. Uh, her SP, she says, is becoming transgender. She says, I still love them, but they're telling me they're no longer attracted to my sex. I don't know why. I don't know what to do. I've been affirming for years and wants to know how does, how can she handle that? First of all, we, we will guide you to really focus on your own experience more than feeling the need to, to, to try to assert yourself in the experience of another, even if it is someone that you, you, are, you are tightly wound to, if you will, that if they are transitioning through any sort of state of, of, of change or transformation, that the very best that you can do, again, is find appreciation for them as they are and go back to this. This, this is a, a very timely question in, in, in relation to everything that we have shared thus far in this interaction, because returning to that, that state of self-love and self-appreciation, not needing anyone else to, to behave in a certain way toward you or continue to, and, and understand that all of these things are vibrational and none of these things shift uh, in an instant. The, 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 these things build momentum and then they're presented to you, but the momentum has been building for quite some time and you have co-created any experience that, that you're encountering. So taking a look at your co-creative input in this and taking, for lack of better terminology, ownership of the situation and moving more toward a, a deeper love of self and appreciation of self and then projecting that, that, that self-appreciation onto the other one of appreciating them as they are for whatever they're going through, even if they are transforming in such a way that they are disconnecting from an aspect of the relationship that you prefer. It is all about loving them enough to allow them to, to, to fly, if you will, to allow them to be whatever it is they're, they're, they are deciding to be. So once again, like before, we are finding ourselves back to the question of self-love, which seems to pop up over and over and over again. That, that is popping the, up here. the steps that we have pointed out are, 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 are truly the answer to, to nearly everything that you're going to be presented with in a program such as this. Returning to a state of self-love and self-appreciation, the detuning of transgressors, 
allowing all of their beings to have whatever experience they are having without judgment, detuning fear and judgment. This is the practice of Taya, detuning fear and judgment and allowing yourselves to trust the universal process of creation and understand that when you're trusting the universal process of creation, it is not about trusting it as long as it feels good and it's high vibration. You, the, the, the trust needs to be developed through the, 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 the downflow of vibration because you're never going to solve polarity. Uh, a physical environment is all about polarity. So you're, you're, as long as you're physical, you're always going to be going through this up and down vibrational flow. So you're together, things are good, everything's going wonderful. The, the vibration drops a bit and suddenly there's some sort of a rift, some sort of a separation. And, and, in, and, and at that point, you can retreat. You, you, can, you can cut off completely from the other person, or you can find appreciation for whatever it is they're seeking and step back and allow them to have their experience, turn your your need for love inward and understand that all the love that you ever need is within you, and then you can move back up in vibration and then then flow to a whole different type of relationship. Relationships transition. You're all vibrational beings. In fact, uh, two beings getting into a, the, the, the highly pressurized romantic entanglement that, that, that many of you seek and, and staying in a holding pattern throughout decades is not a natural state of being. The very best that you can do is stand in appreciation of one another and allow the other individual to flow and develop and experience the, the, their lives as, as they discern and allow yourselves to do the same and, and, and not get so hung up on this idea of two together forever vibing exactly at the same frequency. There's going to be some some adjustments made to allow that to occur. And that is not your true nature to lower your vibration or raise your vibration to try to be in alignment specifically with anyone else. Interesting, because as you were uh, describing all of that for us and for Grace, I was also reading what Grace was adding into the live stream. It was was like you were answering her as she was typing, which was pretty cool. But uh, I know she's also struggling with this. So I'm going to read to you what she wrote so you can address it a little bit further. She says, I don't really care that he is turning into a woman, but to say he no longer wants to be with women hurts me. He promised marriage last year and told me to wait. He also won't apologize for his wrongdoing. We dated for three years and have been broken off for him to soul search for two years. And I get this. He told me we should have kids hundreds of times. So those are some of the comments that she made. You, you, you are all vibrational beings and, and, Standing in the, 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 the victim space of that may be soothing for a moment, but it's going to create more frustration ultimately. And, and, and the, the very best guidance that we can offer is to truly zoom out on the topic and allow the other to have the experience that they're manifesting without judgment and, and, and understand that whatever was promised and whatever was said was said in that current vibration. This is very important, and we very much want all of you to understand this. In different steps of vibrational flow, you are different beings at different times. This is why when you're up here in very high vibration and, and, and you're in sync and you're, you're loving and you're flowing and you're agreeing and, and life is joyful and everything is great, you start planning the future and you, you want smooth sailing from there, and, and, and you very much want to stay in that high vibrational state indefinitely. Polarity is not going to allow for that. Polarity is, is going to take the vibration down. When the vibration flows down, you are different beings in that lower vibrational state. This is why when you, you get into an argument, you will say things down there that feel 
like a release when you say them down there and then you move back up and perhaps you have some remorse about what you said when you were down there. And then you're in your apology, you will include that you didn't mean what you said. But you did mean what you said because you said it, but you said it from a lower vibrational state. So in that moment, that was how you felt in that lower vibrational moment because that is negative creation territory. So you're going to have more negative reactions and more negative interactions down there. That actually serves a purpose because this vibrational flow can cause a relationship to completely dissolve. Or you can step back, turn inward with your seeking of love and companionship and understand that there are human beings that are going to flow into your life and there are human beings that are going to flow out. And this is going to be true for your entire lifespan because you're vibrational beings. And when you are doing work on you, finding your path to self-love, self-appreciation, greater source connection, you are going to see the cast of characters around you evolve. You are going to see the ones that actually appreciate the lower vibrational version of you because it makes them feel good about them flow out. And you're going to see what you would consider higher vibrational beings flow in. And, and, and one that has, has been perhaps struggling with something for a long time that they have kept hidden and have now found the strength to, to, to no longer hide it, that is something that, that, that is their own personal journey. And, 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 and you are, are holding them to a space that they're no longer in. And, and you will release the pain of this as quickly as you move through the forgiveness and appreciation process, understanding that that doesn't have to stick you in some relationship. And that's not the last scenario that you're ever going to manifest. Simply moving through the healing process of finding a path to forgiveness and appreciation and the time frame of that is completely up to you. You, you, you can do that as quickly as you choose to do it, or you can draw it out as long as you choose to do it. There's no right or wrong path to that. That, that is your journey to do that. But understanding that at your best, you, you are stepping back and allowing the other being to have their experience and then turning inward with more self-love and less need for another being in your life. And when you do that, your vibration is going to raise. And when your vibration raises, you're going to see all sorts of different beings flow into your life experience. It's interesting as you've been uh, describing all that, and I love what you've been saying, by the way. Um, there's a few more things that I just wanted to share that she had typed because I think it really, she's, she's getting to the core of the, this, this victim mindset that you were talking about. She says, um, he wasted eight years of my life, and I think he's doing this because he wants me on the line. My time is ticking, and I'm frightened. I want a baby with a husband. And I mean, it was, it's like right in line with what you were talking about. But I, I wanted to give you that little bit of information to see if there's a way to kind of round this off for her. It, 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 is, it is, is right now all bound up in, in lower vibrational thinking, fear-based thinking. Uh, this time was wasted. This, this time w w was dishonest, something of, of that nature. That is, that is a step one reaction. And it's not unusual for human beings to have a step one reaction. That's where the vibration plummets and then the fear and the judgment and all of those things that flow along with that come in. But you will move out of that period. In time, you will absolutely move out of that period. And thinking that the, the clock is ticking and the time was wasted, those are things that we would guide you to, to zoom out a bit of, about because if you stayed in something for an eight-year stretch of time, there had to be value in it for you or you would have not have stayed. And, and if there was no value and, and you stayed anyway, that was your manifestation of time wasted. 
And ultimately, you can find how all of it serves your expansion. All of it. All of it. And understand that if, if this person has been keeping that to themselves all this time and is now comfortable enough with themselves to make this proclamation and disrupt the relationship that you've had, that is a gift. Because you have great clarity now on what was really going on in your relationship. And now you can turn back and do the inner work of healing through forgiveness all the way to appreciation. We understand that the, the, the term appreciation is not going to be met with joy in this current vibration. But in time, it will be. Come back and watch this again in, in, in weeks or months or years if it takes you. But understand, there is already a space that we can see for you very clearly where you have found full appreciation for the eight years that you contributed. And you can find full appreciation for this disruption. That, the, that, that there is something that is more in alignment with what you truly want and with what another truly wants waiting for you. But that waiting for you is not in the longing for that. The waiting for you and the manifestation of that is in your turning inward to loving yourself and not needing a relationship, not needing to even reproduce, if you will, to, 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 to simply love what is the current conditions of what is and start doing that inner work, that inner rebuilding, and understand that you possess the ability to, to manifest anything from here that you desire. And it's not about controlling the behavior of other people. It's about moving your vibration up and attracting those that are in vibrational alignment with what you truly desire. This individual is now indicating to you that those desires are not the same any longer. This has been really good. Grace has uh, been in a, an intense uh, text conversation with Jeffrey while we've been talking. So her attention, I think, is a little bit divided during this time. When but you are really to... down your spiral, it, 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 it takes a, a, a lot of, of effort and energy to bring yourself to, to ask these questions and interact yeah. in this way. And yeah. very often you want the answers. Your, your higher vibrational self is desiring these answers, but you're in a low vibration state of, of, of being hurt. And, and, and it's not always met with joy when you hear the information. This is why we say ask the questions receive the guidance, step away from it a bit, and then return to it from a higher vibrational place. Right. You're no longer seeing the years as wasted or the deception. You're in a higher vibrational state of simply seeking to understand. And then from there, you will continue your journey up your spiral to a higher vibrational state, even a full appreciation of the entire experience. Here's so our promise I'm gonna... that is available to you, and that is available in your future. And, and there are those of you that are going to find your paths to, to, to that, and there are some that are going to stick themselves in that victim space and stay there in an mm -hmm. ever-ending loop. But we very well understand that those individuals are not on a program like this seeking answers. They are wallowing in their self-pity. So the very fact that you are here seeking answers, even though you may not be ready to hear all of the answers right now, is very healthy and very helpful that you're moving through this pro process in such a way. So return to these answers and return to our words again and again and again until they really ring home for you because then you are truly, truly tapped into the vibration that we are offering you. Yeah, that's excellent. And that, that's pretty much what I was going to say, although much more eloquently than I was going to say it. But, uh, yeah, come back to this particular show and play it again when you're uh, feeling a little bit stronger and listen to it again because I think you're going to find the answers that you're looking for, Grace, were very much in what the stream was saying. So thank you, stream. That was great. Really, really good. And hopefully Grace can find some uh, some useful information in there for her. Um, next one comes from Sumaya. And Sumaya is, I believe, is a student. Yes. Sumaya says, how 
can I manifest a car by myself without having money? Is it even possible when I am a student? Sometimes I feel so down. Uh, how can I get this? How can I get the money to buy a car for myself? She wonders. I, w I want my car by my own money without my parents' help. So please share your manifestation information and how, how can I do this? Oh, and by the way, she says her dream car is an Audi A8. The, the key to this is not getting so specific with the how and the where and, and all of those things. Because anything is possible. You, you, you all possess the ability to manifest anything that you desire. But when you really, really, really want something and you think that having that thing is going to change everything and having that thing is going to truly make you happy in some way, you tend to focus on it often. And you're focusing on it up here in high vibration. You're watching a show such as this and you, you, you feel like you're getting all the answers to everything and that this thing that you want so much is the key to, to happiness. And you feel it coming. And indeed, in that moment, when you are seeing yourself behind the wheel of your A8, you, you, you are conjuring that experience for yourself. But what occurs is vibrational flow is, is, is going to move through this, this topic and the vibration around it is going to drop and you're going to revisit it. And that is when the with no money is going to come in. The, the how are you going to do that? Uh, how are the parents going to react? They're not going to participate. People your age don't manifest such things. All of that starts to flow through. So if you are placing less pressure on the scenario and simply wanting freedom, first of all, uh, your, your own personal vehicle represents to you freedom. You are wanting to experience freedom and joy. You, you are appreciating cars very much. Every time you see one, and if you are focused on an Audi A8, you are likely seeing them fairly often or, or something that makes you think of them. Just be in appreciation of them. When you see something of that nature and think about how bad you want it and how much you need it, you are dipping into the vibration of need, which is not the same as the vibration of appreciation. The vibration of appreciation, of knowing, of isness, the universe answers yes to that and sends you whatever you want. But the vibration of need is a different vibration. And you have to remember that the universe only knows yes to everything that you're thinking and everything that you're manifesting in your, in your lives are all a result of your, your vibrational flow thinking. You're up here, you're manifesting things that you want. You flow down here, you're manifesting things you do not. And in the manifesting things you do not, you're very often also canceling out the things that you want because you're revisiting them in this lower vibrational field and you're doubting, you're fearing, you're becoming impatient with, you're, you're, you're wondering how it's going to happen. And it creates vibrational static. And the thing that you want, which was on its way to you when you're in high vibration, is now sort of fading away into dust, if you will. So the, the, the more general vibration of freedom, of joy, and being in appreciation of such cars, and knowing that the universe is going to work something out for you that is brilliant, that is perfection, is exactly what you need, is exactly how you're going to manifest anything that you want, and appreciate whatever is, and understand that the universe is taking care of you in such a way that even if your A8 doesn't arrive in your driveway tomorrow, the process of getting there is a very joyous process if you allow it to be. And it's magical. And when you receive the thing that you want at last, it will seem like it took no time at all to receive. And that is the magical process of, of creation. 
And it, it, it is very interesting that you have manifested your path here because you, you are interacting with someone with our guidance who manifested his dream car as a teenager in a minimum wage household. He did. You, you are also interacting with someone who has manifested multiple Audis in his own experience. So you're already getting closer and closer and closer to the manifestation that you want vibrationally just by aligning with the stream of David. Which is really cool, by the way. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought that out because uh, David Strickle, who, of course, is channeling the stream here, has done exactly what the stream just said. And, it, and it, the parallels are just almost exact. So very, very cool. You mentioned a phrase there I don't think I'd heard before. The phrase, I believe, was vibrational static. Talk about vibrational static for a second. Vibration is a human-created term, but is an excellent human-created term. And it is gray matter. And, and, and there are shades of gray. The, the, there is a vibration that is, is, is so strong and so in alignment that it becomes a full physical manifestation. And there are is less than that. And, and the vibrational static is sort of the fading away of, of the thickness of that, that gray matter to, to dust. We speak of, of vibrational dust very often. Very often we speak of it in terms of some things that still exist uh, but not as frequently as they once did, uh, specific to memories and, and, and things such as that. that. There are painful memories from your past, and as you work on detuning them, they become more and more like vibrational dust. There's not much of them left, but there's a, li there's a little trace of it there. That's why we speak of detuning and not eradicating, because everything that's ever happened and everything that's ever going to happen is occurring simultaneously. It already exists, but you are evolving it through your focus and your bubble of reality. So when there's that thing from your childhood that you state is very, very traumatic, and you keep telling the story of how traumatic it is, it's very strong. It's in full form in your mind. But as you detune it, as you begin to, to, to have some time pass by, and you look back and realize perhaps it was so traumatic because those around you told you that it was traumatic, because society tells you that you were supposed to be traumatized by it, but perhaps you're more indifferent about it. Perhaps you can even find forgiveness and appreciation for it. And as you move through that process, that very solid memory that has haunted you for a long time begins to fade away and turns into dust. Really good. Boy, that was that was a five-minute master class right there. That was really good. So um, like, this is something else I would say. Play it again, Sumaya. Play back what uh, the stream just gave you. That, that was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, and we have another question. This one's from a regular listener named Jim. Uh, Jim says, when I was younger, I manifested a higher income than I do now. I had better health than now. To return to higher income and better health, should I focus on feeling how I did before or visualize a better now as I want it to be? Should I accept what is as a season of polarity and find appreciation for expansion through what will be eventual overcoming in my life? Or should I strive and work for improvement? I try to answer my own questions with my, with my own stream connection, but I know I have beliefs in the way and need help. Please give me specific answers to my situation. I trust that you are all knowing, so you will guide me. And thank you so much, truly, from the heart appreciation. The more you, you, you hearken back to what once was and focus on the lack of it in your now, the more you're going to activate a continued situation of what is your now. The, the, the more you simply appreciate what was, 
and appreciate what is and understand in your own words that, that you are finding appreciation for your vibrational flow, that, 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 that you are in a period of, of general downflow in your life that you have created to serve your expansion in some way. The, the first step to your expansion is to, to, to release the step one reaction of, of being perplexed or frustrated or, or feeling stuck there and moving into appreciation for this flow that you have created for yourself, moving into appreciation for, for what is now. David recounts a time not too long ago where the, he, he quit his corporate job and the paycheck stopped and he started his business and then he hit a, a lull in his business and he was putting all of his money back into his business and he was walking through a supermarket wearing a $30,000 wristwatch looking for tuna because that's all he wanted to spend on food. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and found wow. himself appreciating pricing tuna while wearing a Rolex to, to, and, and not having the money for groceries and, and, and laughing at the situation and appreciating it and moving out of it very quickly. That's you really something. this. You can all do this. Appreciate your downflow. It serves a purpose. His downflow caused him to make changes to his business that serve the expansion of his business. Whatever downflow you're in is there to, to, to show you what you need to, to transition in your life to make the changes. But you're never going to make those changes or find those solutions if you're beating yourself up about the now. This is why we guide you to find appreciation for the now. Laugh at the fact that you're shopping for tuna with a Rolex on your wrist. And, and find yourself moving out of that, that scenario very quickly. Finding appreciation for what you have created and understanding that finding the value in the creation is your ticket away from it. And, and, and then you will be inspired toward action that will allow you to manifest anything that you desire. And very often the the the... the Absorbing of stress and the self-judgment of any situation that creates the stress in the body is also creating the bodily conditions that are displeasing to you. Yeah, it's really something that, that you're talking about this. We've talked about it in other episodes here on the podcast um, over the last few weeks. The fact that whenever we are engaged as individuals in scenarios that are of a downward spiral nature and we find ourselves returning there or being stuck there on an ongoing basis. Uh, we, we've been making the point that a payoff is always involved. There's always some reason why we're, we're, we're putting ourselves through all this stuff or experiencing all this stuff, depending on how we want to look at it. And that payoff can be kind of hidden at first. It's almost like we hide it from ourselves. But when we finally identify what that payoff is, it, it, it kind of does kind of click us into that new perspective all by itself and gives us that ability to start appreciating. Now, of course, we, do, we want to actually get into the appreciation, but we don't want to drag that into another round of, uh, you know, let's, let's play uh, circle the victim with, uh, okay, well, here's my payoff, and I'm going to stay with that payoff and payoff and payoff and payoff. But it can be really helpful to find that payoff if we can use it as a way of letting go, can't it? Remember that, that your reality is your creation, and, and, and nothing is black and white. And if you begin to transition to a state of being where you understand that there is a silver lining offered in all things, you have this term about silver linings, you know, for, for your, your greatest obstacles. There is always a silver lining. It, that silver lining is your creation. 
So looking for the positive in negative situations, if that becomes your normal mode of thinking, you will find your way, yourselves moving through your obstacles, through your downflow with ease, with grace. Yeah, and that grace is a much easier way to go than the other way that we're often going. That's for sure. Yeah, I'll really look for the silver lining because you you created the negative scenario to also then create the silver lining, which is your expansion, which is why you come to physical in the first place. So when you start viewing your obstacles that way and laughing is your pricing cans of tuna, instead of beating yourselves up emotionally about it, you, you will move through these periods and, 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 and you will come to even enjoy these periods. On and previous shows, very magical. On previous shows here that you've appeared um, on multiple occasions, you've referred to the human experience in this physical form, in this life on this planet and so forth, as being somewhat of the equivalent of a weekend vacation when taken in into the uh, the larger context of eternity. And from that context, I, I guess it is the equivalent of a weekend vacation, even though from our perspective, it just seems to go on and on and on, which is part of what we like about it. But that that uh, how do I describe that? The fact that it flies by so quickly from an eternal perspective, that's part of the perspective you're trying to encourage us to find, isn't it? Because, I mean, it seems almost like it's a way of um, making fun or, or downplaying the importance of being here in this life. And that's not, li- not really what you're trying to do at all. That's not what you're trying to suggest. What you're trying to suggest is when we see it from the perspective of it, of not making a big deal out of it, of, um, it's only a weekend uh, vacation. It's only a weekend we getaway. So we're not going to get, we're not going to get upset because about it. You place so much pressure. Yeah. On the type of experience that you're having, you're sticking yourself in, in all of these needs. You right. tell the universe that you need more money and you need a better body and you need to feel great and you need the right relationship and you need the right type of uh, the right number and type of children and the right type of business and, and you need others to respect you. You need all of these things. And the universe is, is reflecting right back. Yes, indeed. You need all of these things to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we start shifting that, getting away from that need, 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 that's part of the perspective change as well, isn't it? When, when you begin to detune all of that need and learn to love what is in the moment, you are not sticking yourself in your moment indefinitely. You are actually opening up. The, the vast creative powers that you hold to then allow anything and everything to flow right in because you are in a state of appreciation. If you're in a high state of appreciation, the universe is also going to answer that with, yes, here's more to appreciate. Really good. Well, hopefully uh, Jim found that useful and hopefully all of our questions uh, were answered in a way that was useful to, to the people who are asking them. I know from my perspective, as the person playing the narrator role here and asking the questions on their behalf, sounded like a whole lot of great information being given. So Stream, I want to thank you once again. We're looking forward to having you come back next week. We'll have more questions for you. And in the meantime, I'll let you uh, do your disconnect for David so that he can come back and talk to us. And while he's doing that, I will remind people, if you want to have your question asked and answered here on the program on Tuesdays when uh, David comes in to do the show with us. Uh, just use the LOA Today app. That's why we include the question form there. Download the app if you haven't already done so. It's available on Android and iPhone. And once you've got it, just go to the goodies section and under there you'll find an ask a question form. Fill out the form, click on the stream of David as the person who you want to ask the question of and we will include it in an upcoming episode. So 
David, once again, I know it's always the same thing, but uh, I don't know how much of that you remembered. <laughs> I know you don't remember a whole lot of it usually, but uh, it was a good I session. do remember the um... – I re- I remember the tuna story being shared because I love that story. Yeah, that was good. The tuna story. I love that story. Shopping with a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. I was uh, I'm uh, I I had my Audi. Uh, this connects. I know I had my Audi S six. It was ninety thousand dollar car. So I took my ninety thousand dollar car to the supermarket wearing a thirty thousand dollar Rolex, and all I could afford was tuna. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. I remember thinking, "This is fun." This is kind of fun because it was a time in my life where I'd never had to go to the supermarket and think about how much anything costs. And suddenly I was like, okay, I have this much money to spend on groceries and, you know, tune is it. That's <laughs> so. funny. I mean, the, the question that was tied to came from a student who was asking how to do what you'd done. That is to manifest a car as a young person without having any money and without having the support of parents to do so. And, of course, the car they were asking for was an Audi A8. And, and I mean, that, the Steve yeah, brought in just, yeah, yeah <laughs> that was no, perfect. I, I've been an Audi fan for a while. Audi Mercedes has been my back and forth throughout my life. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The car, the, you know, the car thing is, is a cool manifestation. And I, I manifested one you very young. I demanifested it fairly quickly after that. Uh, and then went on to manifest many, many more. And, and I really identify with being that kid that you want nothing more than a car. You want the freedom of a car. And um, I don't know how old this person is, but uh, A8's a very nice she's a, car. <laughs> she, she's a college student. and uh, okay. she, Yeah, so she, she's in that, that in-between step stage where you're kind of moving away from home. You're kind of becoming more independent, and yeah, she wants she to want use that. A, a A4 or A6. She wants an A8. <laughs> she wants right from the top, yeah. <laughs> hey, go for the gusto, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, so hopefully she's going to find that to be uh, useful. Um, one thing that I want to make sure we do before we finish for uh, this particular episode is obviously we can only, and this is true both for the people who we're answering questions for as well as for listeners who may not have had a question submitted, uh, obviously we can only go so far here on the program, but you have regular programs that you do. Tell people about um, the programs you have, and we'll also redirect them to the link that's on the app that they can click on in order to get there. But Talk a little bit about that for a minute. Sure. Uh, well, I have my podcast, The Stream of David, and I also have my Facebook group, The Taya Practice, T-Y-A. Uh, so everybody should be in The Taya Practice. It's a free Facebook group. We teach The Taya Practice in there all the time. That's a set of teachings that I and others have created based on The Stream's teachings. So it's sort of like you get all this knowledge from The Stream, but then what do you do with it? How do you apply it? How do you get past the frustration of trying to live what they teach? Taya does that. So the Taya practice, you can also visit my website, thestreamofdavid.com. And then on your app, we also have the free guide to meditation. Uh, and I can tell you how to, you probably want them to go to the app, but I'll tell you, you can also text AWAKEN to 760-284-7665. And that gives you all kinds of little Taya goodies. Uh, but I think, do you have the masterclass on your app? We now? do. Yeah, that's yeah, so now on the Go to app and our free masterclass, you can't just get into that masterclass without a way uh, to get into it. Uh, it's not even on our website, I don't believe. Uh, so if you go to Walt's app, you can take our free um, Four Secrets to an Abundant Life Masterclass, which is all about the time practice. Beautiful. All right. Well, that's a good way to finish it up then. So thank you, David. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you, live streamers. Thank you especially to our podcast listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.